buddies and future boys. Yep, take a Welcome. deep breath, everybody. Drink it in. Drink in all the air. <laughs> take it out. Drink, drink the gas. Yep. Ladies and future boys, welcome to the school for what you're already on your phone. <laughs> I'm turning it to silence. You know what? Smart idea. Maybe I'll I will partake in this this event. Okay, ladies and future boys, welcome to the school for Wayward nerds. The only podcast putting the fun in dysfunctional. My name is is it okay? Just ignore <laughs> me, please. My name is Terry Paula, and it's time for another episode with Four Kids Entertainment. Um. On our last uh, topic episode, we uh, spoke of the finer things such as Wall Street, burning crosses, and rice balls, as you recall. Oh, yes. What was your favorite bit? I I still get annoyed that they thought that we, like, they could trick us with the white thing being a donut. I think it tricked a lot of fucking people. That's the trick. That's the weird thing. I knew straight away. I was like, that. that's not, like... I'm more annoyed Actually, about Actually, at the time, I even knew what it was. Yeah. Because we, like, studied Japanese in school, and we made onigiri, and, like... Replacing noodles with pizza was the one that really trips me out, because, like, there are so many noodle-esque foods. Yeah, called in- spaghetti. Yeah, fucking spaghetti. Two-minute noodles, man. All right. So, yeah, we talked about some of the censorship and stuff that they are mostly famous for these days. But, um... You know, we only did their huge rise to fame with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. If, if you want another um, two-parter of rising and falling, Harley Quinn. Oof, that's a old now. A lot of that falls out of date. We got There's, like, slightly more fall. At this point, it's all speed bumps. Hmm. <laughs> For every good thing, there's an equal and opposite bad thing. All right. But for now, part two, it's time for the tricky part. We have to navigate Sonic Hedgehog fans, One Piece fans, and then bring it all in for a nice crash landing at the end as we cover the full portion of this two-parter. Joining me in this beast is a beast of our very own producer car. What was your favourite cheese TV? You were a Sailor Moon kid, weren't you? Sailor Moon and Pokemon. Hmm. I was surprised Sailor Moon was by Dick Entertainment. I thought, yeah, all this, I thought all this shit was four kids, honestly, going, like, before we started researching. I didn't know what four kids was. Which is weird, because it's at the end of, like, most of the credits. But I, I yeah. didn't get to see the ends, no? because it was, like, for everyone playing at home. This was the weekday kids, like, show. Yeah, this was, so the, every, this other, was pre- every other show had the news. I was going to say preschool, but it's not kindergarten, it's the thing before school. No, no, so every other channel had the news, one channel had cartoons for kids. Hmm. And, like, you could tell how close someone lived to school, at least in my case, by what they got to watch. Yeah. So I would have to turn off the TV either at the end credits or, or, like, at the start of the credits for Pokemon, or if I was pushing it and someone was driving, right before we got to um, Dragon Ball Z. See, I remember watching the first, like, ten minutes of every Dragon Ball Z episode... And that made shit so confusing. <laughs> See, yeah, I, I just pissed if, out. If there was if there was canon, I wasn't really switched on. But to my it. friend that lives within like five minutes walking distance would always come to school and talk about what happened in Dragon Ball, mm. and I was like, that sounds like crap. So I'm glad I miss it every day. Yeah, it's all but the it worst was, parts of WWE. Was Sailor Moon first, uh-huh. then Pokemon, mm-hmm. 
and then Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I don't know if there was anything before or after because that was that like window I had where I was ready enough to watch TV. But, like, had to get out the door. I might try and track down, like, an old TV guide, like, Chase TV block, just to see And they always had, like, little, like, stunts and, like, gimmicks and stuff yeah. in between. Competitions like, the guys were pretty good. And then there was a lot of forgotten ones, like, um, Battle Gear. No. Nah. Which was Beyblades, but little cars. Oh, yeah. You know, there was there was a bunch of stuff. And then, and then you had, like, Saturday morning cartoons, which was Disney majority. Hmm. Right. So when we last left four kids, they had a monopoly on the after-school TV bracket, like I said last episode. They had nowhere to go but down from here. Like I said, after school in America, nine hours of airtime was theirs because they owned both yeah. the sections. Um, so even as they gained footing with one foot, they, the other was kind of slipping. Um, I kind of understand their thought process here when I look at the timeline. Pokemon was a huge, huge hit. Cultural touchstone. Yep. In 2002, Ruby and Sapphire are released. Do you recall those? Not really. Bangers. They're great. Awesome time for Pokemon. But the next release was in 2004, Fire Red and Leaf Green. I want you to think about this from the four kids' perspective, okay? Mm. So in 2002, we have the next generation. In 2004, we have a remake. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that was the first of what has now become many remake games. Then Emerald came out that same year, which was just an expansion of Ruby Sapphire. Mm-hmm. I kind of get why four kids sold their Pokemon share in October of 2005. Well, I mean, if they're just going to keep rehashing It sounded the same like thing. it was petering out. Um, yeah, it looked like the franchise was beginning to dip out, so they wanted to get out early while they still could. Then in December, uh, they announced they were not going to renew the licensing deal with the Pokemon anime. They were washing their hands of the thing. Uh, Pokemon Inc. had started to continue the show with an in-house production company from there on out. And then Diamond and Pearl dropped the following year. I don't know if you are if you are listening or have noticed, but Pokemon didn't go the way of Kenny the Shark or the Jackie Chan Adventures or the Corneal and Bernie's. I'm pretty no. confident it's still trucking on. Oh, yeah. I think it's dipping in quality very much. But it's dipping in quality. But it's not going nah, anywhere either. It's dipping in quality for people who were around for the originals. Yeah. The kids that were our age growing up with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kids that are... Let's go from age 8 to 14. They're right in it. Yeah. Because they don't know any better. Yeah, they don't know it was better. And a lot of them don't go back and play they don't, Game Boy. They don't know the Golden Silver was originally going to be it. Yeah. Or that they're the best sequel of all time. Yeah. I always say it, and it's always So for true. them, but for them... That, yeah, that... They don't know any different, and so it is as big for them as it was for us. Hmm. Now, I think when they saw the release of Diamond and Pearl, they realized their mistake and tried to expand outwards. Um, that's just context conjecture sorry or whatever but in 2006 they struck up a licensing deal with microsoft to make shows of their more kid-friendly ips which i think at the time was exclusively viva pinata which also fizzled out anyway yeah i I know about it but Mm -hmm. not well yeah they also had set up a licensing branch for slightly older audiences which didn't seem to do anything i can barely confirm it existed at all lastly still in 2006 mind you this is all taking place within like a 10 month period um, they set up a multi-platform game company and trading card company, TC Games and TC Websites. Um, 
they seem to be trying to do their own Yu-Gi-Oh thing with a show they had called Chaotix. Okay. Um, but that made no profit and was completely abandoned by 2010. You notice in a pattern at this point. We'll try anything and then quit on it as soon as it doesn't show what we want. Yeah. So while the company scrambles, we got to get into some of the cartoon stuff because they straight up they, they straight up helped work on the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series, and I don't just mean dubbing it. Um, so credit there. That's definitely the darkest version of TMNT I think animation ever had. Seriously, their Baxter Stockman rotted hmm. like physically throughout like a season and a half, and by the end of it, he was a brain in a jar with eyes. Lovely. But I remember him slowly zombifying, and, it, and even as a kid, I was like, this is pretty, like, rad for, for a before-school TV show. Mm. As for stuff they mostly just dubbed, which is what they're famous for, we got 2001's Kirby right back at you, which had the classic weird changes that we've come to know and coin the four kids dubbed phrase. All right, they made King Dedede's tank orange with a bunny on it, so it wouldn't be as realistic as the original camo paint job tank. Yeah, because kids have never seen, you know... Well, if, if it's not camouflage-coloured, I wouldn't know what it is. Exactly. <laughs> um, they also put that glowing effect over his chainsaw to make it a laser chainsaw, which was like we saw in Yu-Gi-Oh. Hey, that works for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. They don't have swords, they have lasers. That's true. Um, they removed alcohol consumption, some Japanese writing, and some English writing too, for whatever reason. No. I like I've got, that they, I got nothing for you. I understand that they get rid of, like, the simple Japanese, like, signs. Like, if a bottled water says water on it, they'll get rid of it because a child wouldn't, it's, it's wouldn't speak Japanese. But if it had water written on it in English, they would still just preemptively, yeah, maybe get rid of it anyway. I don't, I don't understand. Um, they also had winks for a while. That's Italian. Mm-hmm. It's an Italian, Half Italian, half anime. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, well. I know it's accurate, but... <laughs> they had it from 2004 until 2009 when the rights were revoked permanently by its creators. I mean... <laughs> Which is are weird. we shocked? Kind of, because I spent hours digging around, and I didn't find many changes, honestly, at all. Barely even little tweaks. Like, a lot of the simple things they did. Yeah, but do you really want your, like... W- wings is still trying to be around today do you really want your popular show being associated with four kids no but compared to the changes they were making on other animes honestly at this point i think they couldn't afford to do fuck all yeah right um yeah finally enough four kids they, they did less and less tweaking as it went on because they were just running out of funds to do anything with it um the the I'm trying to think. The the voice acting of, like, the bad guy in season two was really edgy and a bit goofy. And then they had to edit the ponytail... Oh, sorry, the pigtails back on the... What's her name? Techna for a little while. Sure. But that was about it. They didn't do that fucking much. Mm. Next one I would like to rush through here is Sonic X. It began in 2003 and trucked on for three seasons. When it started, Sonic wasn't the shitpost-fueled terrible game franchise it is now. There was still some hope in it. No. Okay. Um, he had just gone multi-platform, meaning you could play a Sonic game on the Xbox, a PS2, or even a GameCube. Um, because Sega didn't have a thing. Um, Shush. Yeah. So we had these cool McDonald's toys. It was a good time. Like, that was back... That was a peak era. Sonic Hedgehog had good Happy Meal toys. He had a fan base that wasn't, like, the worst. <laughs> um, that running up the hill video hadn't been put on YouTube yet. 
Do you remember the one? I admit to nothing. Okay, great. YouTube that if you want. Sonic Hedgehog running up the hill. Um. So yeah, this is this is before Sonic 06. It was a positive and wonderful time. And there was barely any pregnancy fan art. And if there was, I can't work out the timeline on that because DeviantArt won't let you sort by date. Oh, that's probably good. I made an account and everything for nothing. I think I used to have a DeviantArt account. Alright, so thankfully the censorship fandom wiki has every single little tweak between four kids and the original, um, I, I guess, subtitled version. Um, I went through the first ten episodes to get a feel, and it's mostly gunshots being replaced by laser noises, then changing sentences to avoid words like, in the ten episodes at the start, shit, uh, terrorist, damn, three times, um, kill, died, and love. At least, like, <laughs> the extremes are both out. Yeah. You can't, you can't hate someone. You can't someone. hate anyone and you can't you love sure anyone. You can't like anyone more than any their friend. Mm. If you've got a mum, she's tolerable. You don't love her. Them's the rules. <laughs> they watch too much Disney as a kid. They don't know how to deal with real relationships. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could go through all of it that way, but honestly, it's 75% editing around the word damn, damning, or damnits, or dimming any flashing lights. They had to do that a lot, too, after the Porygon incident. Um... So the action I'm after here, uh, when they edit out English words, there's a billboard for ice. This is just a bunch of censorship now. This is a big list because I went through a bunch of it. Thanks to a YouTube video called Sonic X Retard Edits or something to that effect. It's an old video. Lovely. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's a billboard for Ice Express International Logistics. Just in the background of a shot. No big deal. That's all written in English. Um, they get rid of all of that, so it just becomes a vague billboard with a little boat on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Like everything about it's gone. Um, I don't know what 4Kids gains from edits like that. I don't know why they're spending money or funding on that sort of weird nothing stuff. I, I get that you're removing cigarettes from some characters, but like... I get the cigarettes and like the guns and stuff. Um, I even checked... To see if Ice Express International Logistics was maybe a real company and they were trying to avoid a copyright thing. It's not. I worked very very hard on trying to figure out why this billboard was such an issue for them. Ice Express, what is it? International Logistics. Maybe it's close to ISIS? (laughs) If you want. Another example of this war on words um, is a Dan Top sign, which was a fake Dunlop tyres sign on a racetrack. Um, it's already tweaked for legal reasons. I mean, it's already done. It's already a fake. They've, they've already, like, altered the words for le- legal reasons. Um, so, yeah, you'd think that would be good enough? Wrong, you cuck. It's not. Oh. Okay. Um, we got to take the red words and just crush them so the sign kind of looks like tomato sauce on a piece of white paper. Beer commercials. Stripped of language except the word cola. That's fine. A vegan restaurant. Fuck that off. Blank signs. It, not totally blank though. See, the original had these small underline and overlines on the vegan restaurant, right? With gaps in it for the lettering that goes through it, like the G, because you know it goes lower. Like there's a right, gap in the yeah, line, yeah. so the lines still have the gaps in them for no reason anymore. So now it just looks broken, really weird. Yeah, it looks half finished. Um, bookstore? How about just a little drawing of a book on there? Let customers guess what the fuck it is. Speaking of stores, we also got a bar half-assedly photoshopped over with a burger joint. Ignore the patrons only drinking there except for a couple of burgers just lying untouched on tables. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have 
It wouldn't have hurt to throw some non-alcoholic options on the menu there instead of just leaving the menu blank. Like, weird, vaguely blank. Yeah. A lot of beer and champagne is replaced with just Fanta and Sunkist. Like, all they ever do was just make it orange. Okay. I suppose that's slightly easier because you're just changing the, um, <laughs> the alcohol. The best champagne edit is the waiter who was just ho- who was holding a bottle and they've switched it out, so he's just holding a big salami. No. Peace Park? How about no? A banner on t- on a TV show that just says next show? No, that's just a thick-ass ribbon with no reason to be there. Um, okay. You got a smartwatch thingy? No words on it. You got Eggman, who used to have a screen with an ar- with army men on it so he could monitor things. Um, they get rid of that, and they just, like, make the TV screen blurry? Like, why is, why is he watching a broken television? Because mm, they don't want Big Brother spying on you? The fact Amy Rose had a passport is strange in this canon, but the fact that its information has all been redacted in the English version is stranger. Uh, four kids also took the house of Amy Rose off the sign in front of her house, which is weird because they kept the shot in the episode that hangs on the sign for the viewer to read it. So there's like a second of just looking at a blank plank of wood on a stick in front of a woman's house. That I feel like that makes it worse. It makes it weirder, that's for sure. Um, they took big, you know, uh, the big crocodile guy. They took his cigar away, which he needed to be cool. Um, one of my favorites is Chris Thorndike, who has this blank sign cheering on his buds. Like, obviously, he's not a very good friend if he couldn't be fucked even riding on his picket. Yeah. So, that's great. Um, I also love that they gave the president a learning disability. Oh, that's nice. Um, I had an image to go along with this. It's gone now. Okay. Okay, I took a screenshot. So, in the original, he signs his name Michael R. on the contract or whatever he's signing. Um, But in the four kids version, he just does a stupid squiggle. Like, they've removed his ability to read and write, I guess. Do they not want people stealing a fictional character's signature? I don't know. That's what I mean. I don't understand why they do the things they do. Have, has nobody in the world tried to contact these people and be like, hey, we know you made some choices. There's like one dude who gets, who gets charged per edit and he's just trying to make bank. Maybe. I have no idea. It, it adds to the magic of it though. Um, they took the... They took the casino sign off the casino, which is With dumb as shit. Because, no, it doesn't make any sense because it's an iconic area because people have already been to it in Sonic Adventure back in 1998 in the fucking game that bit's based on. Oh, good game. Mm. So, Kaya, you're an art guy. I've been known to. Mm-hmm. You take this approximate uh, um, version of a Piet mandarin painting you know the one with all the squares oh i love piet mandron okay um so they didn't want to make it too like his one so they just kind of made everything on it trapezoids instead of squares <laughs> just slightly more uh why can't guilty. you have a famous like well they'd already edited it it's not exact to his one but it's clearly you, you know the one it's the one that's all the grid and some of them it's all in. it's all of his stuff yeah yeah they tweaked it a little bit more just in case Yep, okay. I don't know if this one deserves credit or not, so let me put it to you. This, an invitation to the opening ceremony of Hotel de Blanc. Right. Okay. On the original, it says at the top of said invitation, 
it says that, an invitation to the opening ceremony of Hotel de Blanc. And then underneath that big title, it also says, we cordially invite you and a guest to our grand opening party on Sunday, the 1st of May at 12 o'clock at the noon rece- uh, the moon reception hall. I think I've typoed that. Hotel de Blanc. Obviously, right. that's where it would be. Okay, makes sense. Gives, gives you already, all of the information. It's already in English. It's what very, you very, like... Uh-huh. Gives you the time and place. Gives you everything. It's an yeah, invitation. Very professional. Now we check out the four kids dub version. <laughs> which says, invitation to the opening ceremony of Hotel de Blanc. And then it's just a drawing of the hotel. <laughs> Did they assume that everyone watching this couldn't read and so, like... It's weird that they kept some of the English and then, like, resized it to take up slightly more of the page and then just did a little drawing to fill up the rest of the space. I just... Yep. Yep. So, there's, like, 20 more silly English removals before we get to the blood being edited out um, from Rouge the Bat, who is quite the victim of editing and censorship herself. Well, that one I somewhat understand. Yeah. You know the rules, little Batgirl with the personality of Catwoman. She certainly can't have boobs here. We've got to fill in that cleavage so she just has a weird chest swelling. That's it's, where it's... she keeps her file. <laughs> yeah. It's where her wings roll up. Yeah. Um, I said this edit... Well, last time we did an episode about this, I said that the editing probably slowed Dark Magician Girl's fandom, but... Rouge fans cannot be stopped. She has an ungodly 465 pages of Rule 34 at the time of doing this episode. There's probably more now. That that feels like a very low number for what I know of Rouge the Bat. It's a, it's a bat. Um, they would usually just make the heart-shaped chest piece thingy on her outfit bigger to cover her endowment. Yeah. Um, which, at least for fans, that's all they did. In Sonic Prime, they gave her like a purple Nightwing cosplay. I bet, oh, yeah. I bet Guptill's pissed right now. <laughs> Alright. No, seriously, they've dropped out her, like, her sultry, uh, I don't know, bimbo pride outfit, however you want to describe it, her leotard and big heart. Yeah. And now she's wearing, like, a full-ass bodysuit, like Nightwing. A onesie. Yeah. Because, God forbid, a woman with curves exists at all. Yeah, I've never seen one of those in real life. <sighs> yeah. So, now, with all... This is all fun. I like all the weird edits on the Sonic one because they make they seem to make the least sense out of anything. Mm-hmm. Like I get the food disconnect, I guess, with Pokemon. I get why they don't have the gun episode and dimming the flashy lights things. Yeah, that sort of stuff. But like the Sonic ones are just willy nilly as fuck. Mm. So with all that fun happening, you know, there's a bigger wave of editing on our horizon. Okay, possibly the biggest of all. On me. Here's how the story goes. We found out about a treasure on the Grand Line, there's no doubt. The pirate whose eyes on it, he'll sing. I'll be the king of pirates. I'm going to be king. Okay. <sighs> I fucked up by not mentioning this yet, but the four kids didn't want to pay for music royalties. Our generation got some of the most ridiculous music on our television sets because of this. From the pokey rap written by John Siegler and D-Train performed by the late Babby Floyd... To Fresh Goat and Russell Veliquez's One Piece Pirate Rap. Oh, yeah. That thing. Remember in the 90s when everything had a rap adaptation? Yeah. I mean, Bob the Builder did Mumbo number five at one point and no one stopped him. Yes. True and accurate. Yeah. So, Cheese TV had some of the most banging hate listens on the market for a long time. 
Remember? God rest their souls. Remember, like, not even five years ago when the guy on nighttime, like, radio decided that he wanted Pokemon to be in the top, like, the theme song to be in, like, the top five songs on iTunes or something so he could just play it every night? He was trying to and get it into trending lists. And he managed to do lists. it? Yeah. Shows how bullshit algorithms are. Okay, so from what I can gather, a hot new anime was sweeping Japan at the 7pm time slot. And that's roughly where Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh were. In America? No. No, in Japan. Oh, I, I, over here it was definitely not at that time. No, no, well, the, those, those were the afternoon sort of shows in Japan. And that was a lucky spot for four kids because of the Yu-Gi-Oh and the Pokemon. Yeah. So this new show is a hit already over there? Great, we'll fucking take it. All right. Then they get the footage to check over and dub. And they go, holy shit. What have we purchased? Mm -hmm. One Piece was not exactly made for eight-year-old kids like four kids is trying to be. Obviously, all the killing and alcohol had to be pulled out. Like 20 episodes had just straight up disappeared and a few got mashed together, resulting in 39 episodes missing by the time they finished with it. The show definitely wasn't what they expected it to be. Yeah. Even staff and fans hold def- like who do defend four kids, most can't argue about the One Piece dub. Mm. Did you ever watch any of the One Piece? No. No? I remember the theme song, because that took Dragon Ball's time slot, I think. Yeah, no, I... I watched I little bits no of it, and I just... whatsoever. I didn't like it. The boy had feet. I don't like the design the of the boy woman. had feet. Damn it, I hate when those main characters have their feet. No, he's wearing rolled-up denim fucking shorts. No socks or shoes. He's wearing a vest like um, Aladdin, and he's got a big straw hat like a scarecrow. I know what he looks like. It's a weird design. However, I only know what he looks like modernly. Yeah. Because, like, he's always around when we go to Japan. Yeah. I mean, that thing's still chugging on today. Which Just is not under four Because kids. I have no, like... I don't think I've ever watched... The concept of how big of it. it is is, is like, I'm not, I don't even have time to deal with this. <laughs> um, so, I mentioned the silly theme song earlier, so let's talk about music overall. Original One Piece featured a lot of emotional, symphonic music. Four kids didn't have that on hand, but they did have synthesized stuff. Yay! Some of which that had been reused from other shows, or sometimes, fuck it, just have silence. Why not? Silence is cheap, ladies We don't need anything. Yep, the only thing cheaper than music is just not having any. An artist respects the silence that serves the foundation of creativity, huh? That's a reference to some shit. Um, The next stop to touch on is, I believe, to be the main example. One of the things that inspired this whole topic is the lollipops. Most YouTubers on this subject will use the image of Sanji and his lollipop. Um, It's the iconic four kids censorship image it's not a cigarette it's a candy that's right yeah like i mentioned earlier they were redesigning this show for eight-year-olds the main character smoking had to be phased out of all western stuff um i mean they, they just do that now frankly i think they had trouble getting penguin cigars in the most in the last few years yeah there's something weird going on there mm-hmm. so they'd also edit the cigars away from that crocodile you know and oh sorry there's not the crocodile from sonic x there's a character in this called crocodile that to edit out his cigars and ironically a guy named smoker so they had to change his name to chaser as well and they made his smoke ability steam uh, yeah all right okay 
Obviously, there was no smoking, so yeah, no alcohol either. Of course. Uh huh. They had to change the color usually, men- and they usually had to mention that the drinks. Even though back in these days, I think you were still allowed to smoke inside. Yeah. I think it was only just beginning to be phased out. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So they had to change the color of the drinks, and they also had to like audibly mention that it's not alcohol. Oh, of course. Just to remove any suspicions whatsoever. So constantly the characters are talking about juice. It's very tedious. That's that's maybe possibly the um, cover-up that I use in other places. All right, so no tobacco, no alcohol. You know what else is often lacking in children's TV, Kyle? Bulbous. Yep, tits and ass. Nobody likes a lady with lady parts. Um, Eichiro Oda, the original creator of the One Piece manga, often says things in the Ask the Author bits at the end of the volumes about how there's nothing wrong with a young man's interest in the female form, which is fair. Um, because of his opinions, the girls in One Piece show a lot of skin. I mean... You've got to somewhat appeal to... Look, everyone's, everyone's on a fucking party boat on that in that anime or on a beach. Yeah. So <laughs> bikinis, I guess, makes kind of sense. So, it's fine. Um, yeah, so because of that, uh, you know, when this show sailed across the sea and landed in the US, that shit wasn't going to fly. See, like, many um, pictures of Nico Robin, you know, with an extra shirt on and, and just cleavage outlines removed. So girls don't have tits, they just have weird inflamed rib cages all the time. Um, the, but, you know, because of equality, there's a dude in Speedos who's now wearing shorts. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Of course, of course. Alright, so we can't drink, can't smoke, or have boobies. What would be the next thing in this pattern, do you think? No alcohol, no cigarettes, no boobs. Uh Uh-huh. We're running out of cool things that they can pull out of this. Were the men allowed to have nipples? I don't know. I know you can't have speedos. Because via Instagram rules, male nipples are okay. Hmm. The answer was violence, is what I was looking for there. How, how do you not have violence in one of these shows? That's right. So we couldn't show guns. This show is about pirates, you know, pirates with guns, and the marines who stop the pirates with guns with their own guns. So that made it tricky to edit all this out. They probably should have looked at the fucking show before they bought the damn thing. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> okay? So, um... Most of the time, if they could remove a gun, it you know, they would, or it would be replaced by, like, a Peach Beach splash-looking-ass water pistol. Yeah, Nerf gun. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to do the whole pointing thing anymore after all the cyberbullying that came from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> um, so, yeah, the Marines have water pistols, which is wildly evil, because sometimes they still fire bullets in the show, meaning folk are just disguising guns to lull people into a false sense of security in this reality now. That's yep. good. Um, the next gun edit is also one I've seen a bunch outside my research. The son of Captain Morgan, um, you know, like the rum, uh, they can't show in this, has... <laughs> he has a gun to the head of a guy named Kobe. All right? Obviously, in the like sub... Like the beef. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the four kids dub likes to do things a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, they want to edit out this sweet pirate pistol, but the angle and shape of the guy's hand is very specifically holding a gun. What can you do? So, you know, the, the space is limited between the hand and the other guy's head, too. So there's not a lot of room to yeah, do You don't in. have a lot of room to play in. So what they've done is they've got the gun handle right. attached to, like, a block of wood, attached to a spring, 
attached to a hammer. Yeah. Okay, okay Harley. Harley just used a fucking hammer. She didn't have, like, a weird broken jack-in-the-box system going on. It sounds like what something is, that she... What would... does the trigger do on this mechanism? Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's already, like, on a slinky. <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. There's a weird image. You should check it out. Um, next gun example, we got Shanks, the guy who gives Luffy the hat. Um, oh, yeah. He, yeah. You know him. He looks exactly like Gildarts from Fairy Tale. Yeah, we love Fairy Tale. Mm-hmm. So a guy pulls a gun on Shanks and starts monologuing and bragging about being the one to kill him. Which is always... Look, if you're ever in this situation, just if you're going to do it, do it. If you're not going to do it, walk away. Yeah, Shanks says guns aren't for threats. And then a gun goes off. Um, it was one of Shanks' crewmates who killed this guy while he was gloating. It's the whole classic, if you're going to shoot someone, shoot them, don't talk moments. Yeah. yeah. And there was a silence as the man falls dead and Shanks probably reflects on how close that fucking was. Mm. Looks like a cool scene. But that won't fly under the four kids' flag. Of course not. Firstly, the gun has a cork in it. <laughs> so that's not really threatening. Right. It's not like one of those huge corks fired um, at high speeds for internal bleeding like the one Harley Quinn had for a while. Hmm. Um, no, it's like the little one on a string and shit. Then Shanks says, be careful, weapons like that misfire at close range. Don't fully understand what he meant by that. <laughs> um, and then the crewmate who fired his gun. Yeah. And the guy drops. Yeah. It was just a cap gun. And the sound spooked him, and that's why he fell over. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yep. So you, you almost can't make a response to these because of what a shit show it is, huh? I, like, what 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 do you want me to say to this? Like... I don't know. There's... I, I don't understand. Alright, alright, Disney nerd, help me out here. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. What, what's the range? Back, of, back what, are those, what are those movies? Are they M or PG? I think they, they range. Alright, alright. I, th- I think we started off... I'm curious about the ride, but uh, sorry, like I'm curious about the movies. On... But the ride is clearly a thing for all ages because there's children on that one. Well, Australia um, rankings are different as well. Yeah. Hang on, I am because the amount of drastic editing they're doing on here. I'm like, kids go on the parts of the caravan ride that has guns and rum and all that bullshit. And what? And would it not have been easier, and in the long run probably kept four kids alive, if instead of doing all this weird shit, they just put a little preview at the start. Black Pearl is M. Okay, alright, fair enough. 15 years and older. However, that is the Australian. I'm pretty sure if I checked the US, it's PG-13. I mean, Gremlins was PG-13. Like, what was to stop them from just being, like, putting a little warning at the front, being like, hey, this depicts pirates... Don't be one. Do you know why they can So apparently it's actually 12 plus. Okay. PG-13. Do you want to know why? Mm, sexual references. Revealing bodices and mild sexual references. Yeah. It's, it's so always it's, the whole... It's got nothing to do with guns, violence, Well, it's an American zombies, film. As long as you don't death. show a tit, it's cool. So yeah. yeah. It's just a... I don't know. It was the first Disney film that was PG-13. Oh, wow. There you go. Mm. So, we're from a British colony, and yeah. we know damn well the guns, you know... They're not stupid. Well, they're not the only way for things to get violent, mm. okay? So, in this anime, lots of sword stabbings and blood had to be edited out as well, out of the old one piece. 
One fight required Luffy to use his blood, but they had to ride around that and make him really sweaty that day. Um, a good right. example for a good example can be seen right out of the gate. And this was one I watched a lot of video essays about people getting really mad about the characterization that suffers from this uh, from these bullshit edits. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the the Millhouse looking kid uh, Kobe tells Luffy that his dream of being a pirate king is unachievable and silly. And Luffy punches him in the head, and tells him to shut up. Obviously. You know, episode one. So the anime is showing us that this carefree dude really does care about his dream and will not tolerate anything but achieving his, like, fancy goals. Right. You know, he wants to be the Hakage or whatever the fuck Naruto's doing. Um, so that's an, that's an important way to portray your new character, introduce the fans to understand his goals here. <laughs> Instead, the dub removes the fist. So Pink Millhouse just collapses in order to duck... In case a punch was coming. Fuck does that mean? <sighs> okay. No death either. Alright. That's standard. Yeah, of course. No, not. no, no, that's that's fair. That's standard for children's block TV, but there's better ways around it. There's shadow realms and what have you, okay? There were no dead bodies in Jimmy Neutron either, I'm pretty sure. Like okay. that's fine, those are the rules. I get that. So Nami's mother's death was a very dramatic and important scene for One Piece fans. Okay? Mm-hmm. Instead of... Like, so, her, her mum dies and then she, like, joins the pirates and vows revenge against the guy who fucking did it and yada yada. It's basically, you know... Yeah. It's one of those... Revenge Yeah, it's a story. Stand, stand yeah. vengeance. Alright. So, um... Instead of this outcome, she's off, the mother is offered a nice room in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. She's not dying, she's being imprisoned, so that's okay. Yep, fine. But that fucks you up later. Oh, and um, when she's getting taken, they remove the gun too, so the finger is back. The finger gun's we're, back. We're just pointing at her. Yep, just pointing at her, sending her Everything's fine. But this becomes really weird when the gang defeat Captain Orlong, and they could and should go rescue his captive... The main yeah, character's family member. She's locked in the dungeon. But obviously they can't do that because that was never animated. So they just hoped everyone would forget about the mother in the dungeon. Maybe she was kept at a different It's dungeon. such a good characterization move when your main character forgets to save their mum. That doesn't make them a horrible person. That doesn't make them a shithead. Yeah. So that's good, huh? It's, it's fine. It's all good. It's fine. Alright, so if booze, sex, uh, drugs, and, and violence are the four horsemen of cool TV shows, then bringing up the fifth place would be religion. Of course. We saw back in Pokemon that they would pull Japanese beliefs out, but now we're just getting excessive, okay? The mm-hmm. devil fruit that give the people the powers in the series, you learned that from How to Drink recently, actually. It's, it's like a, um, distinct one, a juror. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, they, they couldn't call them devil fruit. So now they're called cursed fruit. <laughs> oh, big, big change. Completely different now. Um, the Mihawk sword and dagger had their hand guards shortened to look less crossy. Even though they looked pretty accurate to swords of that nature. I had to look myself. Okay. The, you okay. know, they're the ones that have, like, the stick handle, but, like, a pretty long, well, yeah, I don't want to lose my elbow in a sword fight kind of guard. Yeah. But that could look 
Wayne Catholic cross, so fuck those off. Good luck to his fingers. I like the fact that we're like, we're going to stick to Catholic rules. Nobody has boobs. However, no religion either. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. You know what else they can't fucking have, Kyle? It was a character named Miss Christmas, and she had a Christmas tree on her shirt. Pokemon had one Christmas episode banned because of Jinx, but another four of them fucking aired. The Ninja Turtles show that they fucking helped make also did a Christmas episode. Miss Christmas has her name changed to Miss Groundhog Day, and the tree on her shirt is changed to purple, so it doesn't look like a tree anymore. Miss Groundhog Day? Yep. Yep. Sure. Uh Uh-huh. Got it. Why, though? <laughs> I just don't You're asking the wrong questions. It's not why. It's, it's how. It's what? <laughs> how did they convince anyone to let them no, buy no, their properties? No. It, it ain't how. It ain't who. It ain't when. It's what? Nope. Wait, it's what? You're, you're asking the wrong questions. Right. And now there were some other bits that didn't really fall into either categories. I couldn't really place them. Starting with an awkward one. Another form of westernization was the... Um, is one of the crewmates on Captain Buggy's ship. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what? Stall and talk about yourself. Talk about um Grandma's Boy. I'm going to Google image this guy because you need a reaction for this one. Oh, okay. I, I'm still not really sure what's going on here, though, because I have no... You saw little Nicky? No you want to tell people game. about that? I don't think the little Nicky has anything to do with this. It doesn't. I'm telling you to stall. I am stalling. I was no, stalling you're just on with topic. Me. <laughs> No, now I'm bickering with you because now you're trying to force me to do something I don't know how to do. I'm trying to find a dude. Um, yeah, I the whole One Piece thing. I I don't have a fight in the game, uh-huh. but I can still like. I can this feel is bad stupid. for fans. It doesn't make sense. And you're also gonna like lose out on fans because they're gonna be like, I don't get this, what's going on. Yeah, this on. looks like, like shit. I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. I mean, that was our fucking reaction when it first started. But that's. I mean, we kind of did the same thing when they said they were gonna do the remake of Bebop. Like we knew that if they couldn't do it the way that it needed to be done, it wasn't gonna be any good. And they did it. And we made it through what the first episode, hmm. maybe episode and a half. Before we're like, yeah, we gotta piece out this because. Alright, it it's, it's a little blurry, but this is good enough, okay? They edited this character here. Oh, I've seen that thing. Um, see, they made him white because his original depiction is uh, a little jinxy, let's say. That man looks like he's in blackface. No, he's black. He's just a very offensive depiction of a black guy. He got the big lips. He do. Um, so this might be the. Only good time for whitewashing. Yeah, but... White people can have a silly set of lips on them and stuff. That's not as fucked up. He doesn't look like a minstrel show character. Um, so yeah, that's good of them. Um, keeping that big-lipped little bastard as an African-American would be fucked up. Um, four kids removed lots of things from this show. Booze, cleavage, racial stereotypes. Want to talk about something they actually added, Kyle? Sure, okay. why not? Plot holes. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what happens when you remove or well, add a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense. See, remember those 20 skipped episodes I mentioned at the start of the One Piece segment here? They weren't important. Thanks to this, we are gifted with many plot holes. Because oh. the anime was running at the same time as the series was being written, George R. R. Martin, Martin style. Yeah. Um, some of the things four kids would trim off would end up being super important later. No, that that 
definitely wouldn't. They really couldn't predict this. That's fine. Like, I get that that kind of shits the bed for them. But, like, there's no excuse for forgetting, for Nami forgetting she has a mom. Like, what the fuck? Oh. So they pulled the reverse mountain and the little gardens arc out completely. Um, and here's how it goes down with the reverse mountain story arc, okay? Mm-hmm. Luffy's ship crashes into an iceberg. In the next frame, the iceberg is gone and the crew continue on with their lives. Oh, no. But this is like a PS2 speedrun, okay? It skips over um, Laboon being, re- being the reincarnated iceberg. It skips Crocus. It skips Vivi. And unfortunately, the log post compass that they would have required later. Oh, no. So later in the series, a log post would drop out of the big nose guy's pocket and Sanji would be like, oh, I conveniently know how to use one of those. Good thing uh, Aesop had one just on him this whole fucking time. Uh, They had to retroactively introduce Vivi later when she normally would have reunited with the Straw Hat gang. Lamboon would have been super important later too, but their time with One Piece would wrap eventually anyway. They didn't get far enough for that to fuck up. Thank God. Remember how Pokemon Inc. just picked up where four kids left off and just kept going with Ash, Brock, and Misty and all that stuff? Yeah. Um, when Funimation gets One Piece, they had to start from scratch to repair the oversights four kids had made. Like the LeBron stuff. That's when you stuff. know that, like... Oh, and obviously the characterization mistakes needed to be sort of... You can't even retcon it back in, so they're like, well... Take it from the top, baby. We're going to have to start I mean, this fucking thing again. How else were you going to do it? I like, don't know. I feel bad for them. Jeez. I feel bad for the people that watched the four kids one, realized it was a waste of their time and had to go back to the start and watch it all on Funimation. And at this point, I'm not a big fan of them. They don't edit anything physically, but a lot of the voice acting moves that they've been doing of late are just as fucking dumb. Yeah. Mm. Lukoa is not a great character to talk about the patriarchy with okay i'm just saying her obliviousness is most of her character i don't know who to get annoyed at though with that situation uh that one's easy because the girl voice in her is also the one doing the like the, the directing of the dubs in that situation yeah but hasn't someone else watched it and gone like yes you you've got a good point now is not the way to make it. Yeah, there's better ways of doing this. Like, because now you're screwing up somebody else's work. Yeah, that's the thing that bugs me. Is and putting your own thing on it. Like, clearly that doesn't work. And we've seen it fail time and time again. Yeah, I, if if you're working on someone else's art to introduce it to another group of people, I know that obviously you want to make your mark on stuff, but that's... That's not the place to do it. No. You know how many shitty... DC Comics villains I have to put up with because people want to make their mark in the canon, and the second they're not writing it anymore, that character's gone forever. Yeah, because <laughs> no one else cares. Yeah. It, so, it's bad enough with the ones that people do care about. Like, how many jokers have we had? Look, since Heath Ledger, there's been a lot of, well, we should try to one-up the dark, gritty jokers. I just... Yeah, yeah. it doesn't... It doesn't <laughs> what can you do? So... <sighs> in a lovely callback to part one, and frankly a sample of almost everything we've covered today, Zoro, the green-haired guy in One Piece, saves a little girl and her mother. Oh, this is a great example, Kai. This is this hits every fucking silly edit right. in, like, one clump of episode. Go. Just a big, big clump of it. Go, I'm... I'm... Okay. 
Green-haired guy saves a little girl and her mother, getting himself caught by the Marines in the process. For the record, they've changed the name of the r- r- Marines to the Navy. Because in America, Marines don't have anything to do with the Marine. Right. Right? So they had to call them the Navy to make them pirate police. Right. That, 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 you understand what they thought they were doing there, right? Sure. Okay, great. And for the record, their rifles in this have been changed to water pistols in this moment. Okay? Of course. They tie him up to a crucifix, which... Had to be edited to not have the bit on top of it, so now it's just a T-pose. Because we can't have crosses. Uh, And they tie him there in the scorching sun to starve him to death, but they aren't allowed to say that's what's happening. He's just tied up there for no reason. Yeah. Okay, because he can't die. Um, So later, the little girl sneaks up to him, and to thank him for saving her, she made him onigiris. Rice balls. So he wouldn't starve to death. But how is she gonna get them? He's not high up. He's like on the ground. It's just a cross. Yes, but she's small. She gonna like put him into his titties? Hmm. And look, you're you're reading the wrong way into it. They're rice balls in a four kids thing. Yeah, we gotta get rid of them. Yep. So in a perfect circle, back to where this all begun. This time they're photoshopped away and replaced with chocolate chip cookies. Because God forbid white people ever experience rice. I've eaten fried rice my entire life. Yeah. I've eaten rice cakes. When you have, like... When you... This was in the old days when the Chicken Tonight commercials were on TV. What the fuck did you put that chicken and the Chicken Tonight sauce on top of? What was that on? A bed? Apricot chicken is always on rice. What the fuck, man? We know what rice is. (laughs) I've I've met rice before. Mm -hmm. And that brings us back to the shores of the real world. How do you feel about that scene, though? It just Every little detail that we've talked about so far gets fucked in with in that. Scene. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautifully ruined. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I understand that, like, they thought that they were doing the right thing and they were going to appease as many groups as possible and, like... They just... They confused everyone. On. Yeah. That brings us back to the shores of the real world. Four kids had lost Pokemon. Their teen licensing thing went nowhere, and the card game's idea fell completely flat. Winx got taken off them, and One Piece was clearly a struggle. We get to 2011, and you were either reading Fifty Shades of Grey, watching Sucker Punch, or listening to Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Dark times. Dark times for four kids, too. Their biggest meal ticket was still Yu-Gi-Oh. Trouble was, they weren't getting the card money. They're not getting the money from the booster packs. They're getting it from the anime. Which is not going to happen. Yu-Gi-Oh! is over. Some people hung around for Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Like, some of us watched Jaden go to, like, Hogwarts for Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. We remember that bit. Right. It was good. That part was okay. He was the least stupid head main character in a Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise. Right. I don't know how many people stuck around to watch 5D. And of those people, I don't know how many pushed on to Zexel. All right? Mm -hmm. No one's watching at this point. So they started distributing the original series on a physical release to get some of that money together. But they had to get help from Funimation to fund and distribute it. Mm. They also put some episodes on Game Boy Advance. Remember how that was a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Remember the video now? Yeah. (laughs) Now things sound desperate here. And maybe they really were. Because these releases were not at all kosher with with TV Tokyo or NAS, which were the companies that made these shows. Mm. 
Apparently, they weren't paying royalties or telling them about the physical release, thus breaking contract. Yu-Gi-Oh! was taken away from them completely, and they were sued for almost $4.8 million in missing royalties, unmet obligations, and other stuff that would have been in the license deal that they no doubt had. This would have been it. Bankruptcy. Completely and utterly. Yeah. But in classic fashion, this revealed a trap card. Oh, no. Apparently, TV Tokyo pulling the licenses so quickly also voided their contract. Oh. So, four kids countersued, and they came out on top with an $8 million payout in their favor. But look around. What is left? Yeah, they don't have anything. Zexel any seems to be it. And it's weird because it's 2012, and the four kids' farm is a barren wasteland. You look at run-in shows. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! was the last one. And they're burning the fuck out of that bridge right now. And while all this is going on, they're not scrambling for Cowboy Bebop dub. They're not trying to get their hands on anything. Yeah. There's nothing else. Like, so they, they, were, they were trying to do websites and trading cards and older demographic shows, but they weren't doing what got them there. Yeah. So there was nothing left. They closed their, their other businesses, sold off their licenses and shows, trying to shake loose money. They changed their name to for licensing, but honestly, they had nothing left. And I'd imagine after the Yu-Gi-Oh! scandal, not a lot of people were coming their way. Hell. So things limp to an end in 2016. A legacy. The birthplace of a generation of weebs. A company so successful it once could have bought Pepsi, the company, if it wanted to. That's pretty impressive. Reduced to complete atoms. And then I wrote down from ash to ashes and I got mad at myself for the pun. Hmm. And that brings me to the end of my episode. Good pun, though. <laughs> Probably going to ever again. Hmm. What do you think? Here we are. We are stuck with Crunchyroll, which was bought by... Fun- We're stuck with Funimation. We are doing pretty much the exact same mistake. Yeah, and then they bought out all the other companies, so that's it. Their interesting web that has been weaved all and then set on fire. <laughs> Four kids. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that that have was. Have we a- looked into Funimation? Are they the same people? No, because Funimation was quietly chugging along while this was taking place. Mm. I didn't realize how old Funimation was, actually. Yeah, mm. I'm somewhat surprised. Yeah. Well, they weren't a streaming service, they were just a dub company. Yeah. Um,. So, do you have any final thoughts about the whole four kids thing? I think I kind of miss TV block television, just in general at this point. Because I mean, it's all you watch your Netflix. You don't really do that stuff anymore. But see, that's the thing. I think we're coming back around full cycle because hmm? Netflix is just the Foxtel and the Star of the past. Yeah. Like particularly with what Netflix is trying to pull at the moment. Yeah, we'll be back to stealing stuff, pirating. <laughs> We're going back to One Piece, baby. It's back to the high seas of piracy, my friend. This is the circle of podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, my homework question this week goes back to the Sonic X stuff. What would your animal be if you were a Sonic OC? Oh. Original character for those playing at home who haven't really delved into this cringy department of horror. I want to be a rabbit, like Cream. And her milfy mum, who was also on Guptill's list of top ten attractive Sonic characters. Or a squirrel. 
But not Squirrel Girl. Sa- oh, no, 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 Sally Acorn is a squirrel and the original love interest in the comics. No pants. <laughs> I'll wear a skirt. Alright, you can wear a skirt. I had a fucking answer to this, but, I've, I've but the, I wrote these notes like a couple weeks ago. So my instinct reaction is like a platypus. I like platypus. Oh, yeah. Or, oh man, I don't like attractive uh, bandicoot. animals. Bandicoot. No, no, my beef is. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna be Crash Bandicoot. Um, all my animals would make for dweeby characters <laughs> because platypus looks like they do. Um, ducks are ducks, and I'm also a big fan of um, like frogs. <laughs> so I guess I'll be like Big the cat's friend <laughs> Awesome That's what I need to be At least you know where you Where you lie So you're a squirrel who dresses That's good Yeah I want <laughs> pants Okay great I don't want no Donald Duck up in here Well this This sort of brings us to the end of the episode It was fun Nostalgia stuff To go back and see this stuff I forget how How big the Pokemon It was like, very was. integral Into our they, childhood. they had cereal. They had bouncy balls with like a little Pokemon in them. And those, oh yeah! I used to love those. I had a Bulbasaur when I was so proud of it. They, they were pretty everywhere. So is Sailor Moon your favourite overall of these like early shows? I remember really liking Beyblade and Battle Gear but oh, I, I don't Card Captors was also good. a cheese TV. Hmm. I don't think it was a I don't think it was four kids but it was in that wheelhouse definitely. I think it was before Sailor Moon. Mm. Well, like, it changed into Those two might have swapped around, like, One Piece and Dragon Ball. Because I saw a bit of the card captures as well. And then we watched Clear Card and not knew what the fuck was going on. Well, and see, that's my problem. Like, Pokemon has stayed relatively stable from what I know. Everything else either comes and goes. Whereas, like, I've gone back a couple of times to watch Sailor Moon. I'm like, ugh, how did I, like, tolerate this as a kid? (laughs) Because it's so infuriating now. But I think that's only because I am now an adult. Yeah, you don't have patience for emotional children anymore. Yeah. Especially because that's your job. Yeah. <laughs> you watch Sailor Moon, it's like, I gotta, I don't, I'm not getting paid to do this <laughs> right now. Fuck you. Can't right. even make a sassy remark at this child. <laughs> well, I guess that's it, huh? Good stuff. Four kids will... We'll rise again, that's a lie. Um, no, they're down and out, and everyone should learn by their example. To let the creators remain the creators and not futz with other people's art? Yeah. Yeah? Is that where we're going with this? Good. I'm fine with that. How do you change Piedmontra? That's just rude. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, I've been your host, Toby DePolar. I've been joined by producer Kyle. Hello. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe, because... We'll be here until the day, but we're not. Yeah, and, yeah, until this... Until we go the way of the four kids and just just die, I guess. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Class dismissed. <laughs>